بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء وخاتم المرسلين نبينا محمد وآل آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بالإحسان إلى يوم الدين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I want to apologize from the get-go because I have to keep this one a little shorter than normal as you all know we have another engagement we have to go to but there's something that i wanted to advise you all with because i see a problem that's going on here amongst the brothers and the sisters and it's something i think we need to address because it's something that isn't correct i know it's not one of those times when abdul latif is going to try to get on everyone no it's just some basic advice what I wanted to talk about now was the issue of being beneficial. We need to take a look at what we consider to be beneficial. We need to take a look at who we consider to be beneficial. And we need to look at the fact of whether or not we consider ourselves to be beneficial. And when we say beneficial, obviously we're talking about beneficial to the society, to those people around us. To Islam. Now usually, when we talk about an individual being beneficial, we talk about the student of knowledge, the scholar, things along these sorts. But you don't have to be one of these type of people to be a benefit. You don't have to be one of these type of people to benefit those people around you. There are a lot of ways in which each and every one of us, even our children, can be beneficial to the community can be beneficial to Islam in general, can be beneficial to our non-Muslim relatives as well as our neighbors, even beneficial to one another. And this is what we want to talk about today. Now, first and foremost, you know, because of the fact that it's more proper, we want to start off with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us of. And that which I figured was probably the most munasib or suitable for this particular topic was the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he says man amila salihan min dhakarin aw umtha wa huwa mu'min falanuhyiyannahu hayatun tayyiba walanajziyannahum ajrahum bi ahsan ma kanu ya'maloon in this particular verse and this is in Surah Al-Nahl, verse number 97, or Surah number 16, verse number 97. And in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Whoever works righteousness, whether they are a male or a female, while he or she is a true believer, while he or she is a mu'min, verily to him we will give a good life in this world with respect to contentment and lawful provisions. And we shall pay them certainly with a reward in proportion to the best of that which they used to do. And this part of the verse is talking about in the hereafter. Now, the thing that we need to look at here is what are we trying to get at with this particular ayah? The thing that we're trying to get at here is the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He explained to us the reward in this life and in the hereafter for doing righteous actions, for doing good actions, for being obedient to Allah and His Messenger, 
for giving what we can give and doing what we can do to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to call to his religion, to help to benefit his religion. He says that he will give that individual a good life and he will reward them in the hereafter with a reward that is fit for the best of those actions that they used to do. Subhanallah. Don't you think that it's time that we all start working towards this? How many of us on a daily basis get up, eat, go to work, come back, go to sleep, get up, eat, and so forth? How many of us are living our lives to make things better outside of our households, with our extended family, that body of the Muslims, your brothers and sisters? How many of us care about what's going on in each other's household? How many of us check on each other on a regular basis? Make sure that each other's husbands, wives, and children are eating correctly. These are from amongst these good deeds. This is a way in which we help to bring Islam to the forefront. And not only our Muslim brothers and sisters, but our non-Muslim relatives, our non-Muslim neighbors. This is how we're supposed to be. A Muslim is supposed to be a productive member of his society. How is it that your neighbors are going to know about Islam? Especially if they're not Muslim. You need to sit down and explain things to them in a way in which they're going to understand. You need to let them see what Islam is. Not just hear it off of your tongues and not just see it when you walk down the street by your dress. But they need to actually see what Islam is. They need to see this in you. Part of the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah والسلام, was to take care of his neighbors. The Prophet والسلام, used to give da'wah to his neighbors. Not just with his tongue, but with his actions. This is from the sunnah. When was the last time we did this? When was the last time you baked a cake and took it to one of your neighbors? Something as small as this and telling them when they ask, well, you know, what is this about? Tell them because this is what my religion tells us to do from our religion is to be kind to our neighbors. You don't think that this is something that is attractive to people? You don't think that this is something that will cause people to think, okay, well, what is this Islam really about? You don't think that this is going to have a better effect on your neighbors than for everyone just to sit in their houses and when they see people walk down the street and maybe an occasional wave or a head nod? This isn't dawah. We're supposed to be calling to our religion. And this is just one example on how we can use our limited resources, our limited knowledge to call to Islam by our actions, by the way that we treat people around us, by the way that people see us treating each other. All this sitting out in the street yelling and screaming and arguing. You have brothers and sisters arguing with their wives out in the streets so all of their neighbors are outside on their porches looking. Is this from these good actions that are going to cause people to look at Islam and say, look, this is what I want to be part of? Or are these from these actions that cause an individual to say, listen, these, people, these folks are crazy. There's no way in the world I'm getting into that. Are we supposed to be trying to call people to Islam or chase them away from it? Now, obviously, we're supposed to be trying to call people to Islam. But let's look at the last month. As individuals, each one of us as individuals, let's take a look at the last month and see when was the last time that our actions caused 
people to or actually when is the last time that we feel as though our actions were those that would make an individual look and say okay let me take a look and see what this Islam really is about and like I said this is just one or maybe two examples on how it is that we can make this call to Islam how we can do these good actions how we can give people a good impression and let them see what Islam is really about so sit down and think about what what it is what is it that you can do because we all have talents we all have things that we can do we all have something that we can give it doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to be even food sometimes it only takes a good word now to jump into the meat of that which I actually wanted to talk about I was going through and I read this one hadith and the end of this hadith I know you've all heard a million and one times but I saw this hadith and it came the uslu where the, the way of speech was a little different in this particular rely or this particular narration so I wanted to share it with you it's on the authority of Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an where he said that the Prophet والسلام, said in this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, he says that every small bone of every individual has upon it a charitable act for every day upon which the sun rises. It's every day. Bringing about justice between two is an act of charity. Helping a man get on his mount lifting him onto it or helping him to put his belongings onto it is a charitable act a good word is a charitable act every step you take towards the prayer is a charitable act and removing a harmful thing from the path is a charitable act and as we said this hadith is narrated by both imam bukhari as well as imam muslim and this is what i wanted to share with you today because when I read this hadith, it made me realize how short we're falling of the mark as a community, let alone as a nation. What is it that we're doing to make people understand exactly what it is that Islam is? Islam is not something that is only practiced in the masjid. It's not only something that's practiced in your households, it's practiced by you, regardless of where you're at, whether you're in the house, whether you're in the masjid, whether you're in school, whether you're in the street, whether you're in their car driving, whether you're at your job. Islam is not just a belief system, it's a way of life. Now, look at this hadith. Where the Prophet ﷺ, he says bringing about justice between two is an act of charity. 
How many times do we walk by people in the streets arguing, fussing, screaming at the top of their lungs? Only Allah knows really what's going on. No, no, we don't get into everybody's situation and everyone's business. But sometimes we know these people. We know that if we say something to them, they will both calm down. If not, at least one of them calm down. And we just walk by it and don't even pay attention to it. Is this spreading justice amongst the people? Is this teaching the people what's right and what's wrong? Is this showing the people what justice is and what Islam is calling to? That we just walk by and let these injustices be done? People harming those people that they shouldn't be harming? That people are out on the corners dealing drugs? That people are stealing and robbing and cheating and lying and all of the rest of these things? And we just sit by and, you know, all right, you do, you do you and I'll do me. No. This is not what Islam teaches us. This is not the picture of Islam that people need to get. They need to know that Islam commands us with justice. Not only from ourselves, but it also tells us that this is what it is that we're supposed to be trying to spread amongst the people. is justice. You sit in your house and you don't say anything and you act as though you don't see anything. Is this da'wah? Is this you trying your hardest to let the people know and see what Islam is? Don't you understand how important it is that these people become Muslim? That these people around us become either Muslims or better Muslims? As we said a second ago, we can't reach out to everyone. But I'm sure we know of people that we can reach out to. And a whole lot less than a little bit of effort would make a big difference to this individual. Why is it we're not doing it? The Prophet Ali والسلام, he talks about in here. He talks about helping a man get onto his mount. Lifting him onto it or helping him put his belongings into it. Now how many times do we go to the supermarket? Okay, maybe we're a little busy with our own things. Fine. But we have with us our children. And there's an older lady or an older gentleman working to get his bags into his car or something along those lines. Why is it that we don't, if we're not going to help have our children help him put his bags in the car? And when the individual is surprised by this, let them know, listen, we're Muslims and this is what our religion calls us to. Why is it that we are so busy trying to get where we're getting and, and texting on our phones and talking on our phones, we will walk right past an old person trying to get across the street and not even think to help them out? Or even a child. We'll be standing next to a child on the street corner waiting for the light to turn so we can walk across the street and leave the child to walk across the street on their own. Is this what Islam teaches us? Now, no. Like we said before, everyone's not going to be a student of knowledge. And everyone's not going to be a scholar. But does this mean that we don't need to be calling to Islam? Whether it be with just a small statement or an action? Because you know as well as I know. People always stop and ask you, you know, why are you being so nice to me? Especially in these times of days, being nice to people is something strange. People are looking like, what's going on? Why are you being so nice to me? You don't even know me. Why are you going out of your way to help me out? And this is the perfect opportunity for you to tell this individual. I'm doing this and I'm being this way with you. 
Because this is what my Lord commanded me to do. You don't think that that person is going to be thinking about that for the next hour or two, maybe even day or two? Wow, I met this Muslim on the street and he helped me out. You don't think that this is going to have an effect? We need to start reaching out to the people. We need to start being productive members of our society. We need to start showing the people what it is that they should be about. Let alone what it is that we're about. The next thing I want to talk to you about is the statement of the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, when he said, Al-Kalimatu Tayyibah, Sadaqah. He said a good word is Sadaqah. Come on, brothers and sisters. There's no way in the world that we cannot take advantage of this situation and give Dao. We go to the supermarket. The teller comes by, you know this. That and the other, no, we don't jump down our throat and say, you have to accept Islam, blah, 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 blah. No. This isn't the way we do it. You be nice to them. Smile. Tell them a good word. You can call them to Islam again by our actions. That teller goes and gives you a little extra money. Makes a mistake. Count the money and give it back. Say, no, listen, you gave me a little bit extra. He's going to look at you like you're strange. He'll be like, wait a minute, you had a chance to take some extra money and you didn't take it? No, no, listen, you know, my religion forbids me from doing it. Because we, as Muslims, we consider this to be stealing. You don't think that that individual is going to think twice about you and not stealing? And this Islam that causes people to look at something that a lot of people look as petty. A dollar, two dollars, 75 cents. But for this individual to understand that this is something that is unacceptable in Islam. You don't think that this is going to make a difference? Of course it will. You're walking down the street and Mr. Johnson or Mr. or Miss whoever is up on the street. Or up on their porch. One of our old neighbors. You don't think it does something to their hearts as you walk by. You don't just ignore them as everybody else does. You stop at their porch and tell them, Hi, how's your day going? You know this, that, now that I'm going down this corner. You need me to bring anything back from the market for you? You can always slip in there on them. Okay, well, yeah, listen, you know. I always check on you because you know this is what we're supposed to do as Muslims. We're supposed to make sure that our neighbors, you know, have what they need as well. You don't think this is going to touch their hearts because nine times out of ten, you're going to be the only one on the street that's doing this. You don't think this is going to touch the hearts of your neighbors? Let alone your Muslim brother or sister you see out on the street doing something crazy, something that they shouldn't be doing. No, obviously you don't just walk up to them and be like, man, tuck it down. Fear your Lord, brother. A stug for law. No, you don't do that. You walk up to them and you tell them, listen, you know, ah, what's going on, you know? You need anything? Everything all right? Yeah, I just wanted to check on you, you know, because, you know, I couldn't just walk by, I couldn't just walk by you, you know, see you not, you know, give the salam, see how everything's going, this, that, and the other, because, you know, Allah sees what we're doing. And I don't want to be held accountable for, you know, just ignoring my brother out in the middle of the street. So I just wanted to check to make sure he was alright and this, that, and the other. Sometimes that's all it takes is that little reminder that, look, Allah sees you. I know we don't go beat him with it. 
Put it on yourself. I know Allah sees what I'm doing. And I know Allah wouldn't be pleased with me. Just act like I didn't see you out here in the street. Just wanted to make sure you was alright, you know. Because, you know. I want my Lord to be pleased with me. You know, remind him that, of the fact that you want your Lord to be pleased with you. Because that what you die upon, is that what you die upon. And you want to be of those people, if you die, you die upon khayf. And not evil. You don't think that that's going to affect an individual's heart? No, of course not everyone. But a lot of people, that will make a world of difference. And this is what I meant when I said in the beginning that I want to talk to you about what it is that we're doing. What are you doing? Because we can't all be sitting around waiting for the scholars to solve all of our problems and the students and knowledge to solve all of our problems and this, that, and the other. We need to all, this is a communal effort. We're Muslims all together. The students and the knowledge and the scholars, they can explain to us, okay, this is what we have to do. But we have to go out and do these things. We have to help to work to make our communities that we live in better. We can't just sit around and complain and say, okay, well, listen, oh, man, on this block they doing this, and on this block they doing that, and over here this happened, over there that happened. All right, try to make a difference. Don't just sit around crying about it. And you making a difference doesn't involve you putting yourself in any kind of danger. As we said from the beginning, a lot of times it's nothing but a good word. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he said that every step an individual makes towards the salah is a sadaqah. There is charity in every step that an individual makes as he walks towards the prayer. And this right here is pretty self-explanatory. Now, the last part. The last piece, this is actually the piece that I was looking forward to explaining. And because of time, I have to kind of shorten it a little bit. But where he says, And he says, And removing some harm from the path is sadaqah. And in another narration, we see that the Prophet ﷺ said that from the lowest levels of iman is to remove something harmful from the path. Now when we say this, we automatically think of a wood or some brick on the path and things along these sorts. But what about that path of life? What about the whole of the issue of removing other types of harms, not those physical types of harms from the path, like illiteracy? Here in the community we live in, there are a lot of people, and you all know, when you go to get on the bus, they'll ask you, okay, well, you know, where is this bus going? And we all know people like this. How is it we haven't sat down with some of these people and at least tried to start teaching them how to read and write? We have homeless people. We have a lot of people in our different communities that know about shelters and know about, you know, getting grants and things along these sorts. Why is it we don't have more homeless shelters? Everyone wants to sit around and complain about these homeless people on the streets. Let's give them, somewhere to, give them somewhere to live. Now, obviously, you can't take everybody into your house. But we have enough business-minded people amongst the Muslims in the Muslim communities that we can start or at least pave the way to trying to get grants and things along these sorts for homeless shelters. And help these people and have the overall message in the homeless shelter about Islam. And what Islam allows and what it doesn't allow. It's another way of giving da'wah. 
inside the shelter as well as outside the shelter. Soup kitchens. Even if it was once a week. Where people can come in and get something to eat. It doesn't even have to be just for the homeless. There are a lot of places that have these soup kitchens for individuals who are just having a hard time financially. Give them something to eat once a day. Or something, one of those um, before school programs for the kids. They can come by and grab a little bag lunch or something like that on the way to school. These things aren't hard. They don't take a lot of effort. And when the people see the Muslims doing these things and establishing these things, you don't think that it's going to make a difference in our communities? As far as the respect that the Muslims are going to get in their communities? As far as the people's interest in Islam? Let alone the reward that we get with our Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that's enough. Because of all of these other things, they're nothing but ways of us giving da'wah and calling to Islam. And we're doing it in ways in which we Fine are legislated in this land by doing not much more than giving a good word, by helping our societies, by contributing and being productive members of our society. And like we said, you know, we have to cut this a little short today. And I do apologize about that. You know, there's another situation we have to deal with. But this is just a small reminder, something to get our brains working and thinking and considering some different ideas on how we can go about being productive and calling to Islam with our statements, with our actions. By us being those type of Muslims that are producing something in our communities, not just sitting around only trying to benefit our own households and our own selves and just waiting to die and, you know, not really having done anything specifically for Islam. Look at all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done for all of us in our lives. By putting Islam in our lives. By allowing us to be Muslims. Don't you think it's time that we give back? So the only thing that I ask of you. Is that at the end of today. You ask yourself. What it is that you've done for Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our good deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to die upon Iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aid us in being of those who remember Him much and are constantly trying to increase in our ibadah or our worship. Ameen, ameen, Allahumma ameen. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdik. Wa ashhadu an la ilaha ila ant. Wa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته